Welcome to the Property Corner with myself, Rowan Alexander. On today's episode of the Property Corner, I'm going to be sharing with you an interview I had on Kai FM this week, where we looked at Statistics SA's latest release of property pricing in South Africa since 2010. I hope you enjoy the show and subscribe to our channel to stay up to date with the latest episodes from the Property Corner. We're taking a look at the world of business this morning, joined by Rowan. Rowan Alexander, Director of Alexander Swart Property Group. So here's the thing, right? New data from Statistics South Africa shows that since 2010, as Sol mentioned earlier, property prices in the country have increased by 98%. That's a near 100% increment. So that's like... Double the price. Pretty much. If it was 2.1 million in 2010, it is now 4.2 million. Yep, almost, yeah. Almost. That is absolutely insane. Rowan, good morning. Welcome to 959 Breakfast. Morning. Good to be with you guys. Gosh, your voice is absolutely delicious so early in the morning. Just thought I should let you know, get that admin out the way so I can come back and focus. So let's talk about this um, increment in property prices across the country. To what do we owe this? With the city of Cape Town showing the most significant surge at 141%. That's insane. To what do we owe this? I think if we look specifically at Cape Town, there's been, uh, and the Western Cape, there's been a number of, of factors that, that have played a role. Um, but the biggest has probably been immigration. Um, you know, since 2010, we've seen a huge amount of people moving from outside of Cape Town, new residents into, uh, you know, initially Cape Town, yeah. but now into the greater province too. Um, you know, the people, you know, the, the term has been coined lately, um, you know, sort of has been associated with sort of Zoom towns and yeah. COVID and lockdown. Mm-hmm. But in reality, that immigration has been happening since 2010. So, it's been happening for different reasons and, and there's been waves, you know, times where it's been more prevalent than others. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. been a continuous trend. So are you able to provide an example? Because right now we're just making an assumption that if it was in 2010, 4 million rand, now it would be 8 million rand. Is this correct or not? What does this exactly mean in monetary terms? So in reality, if it was 4 million rand in 2010, um, in the rest of the country, it would probably be you know, sort of closer to, to 8 billion, whereas in Cape Town, probably 10 to 12 billion, depending upon what sort of copy it was. Um, I'll give you an example of projects that we were doing in 2010, I had a look at, at, at those figures recently. We were selling land at about 400,000 rand a, a plot, and we, we were selling construction values of about 4,000 rand a square meter for construction. Yeah. Today, if we do the equivalent product, our land would be selling at about 1.6 million rand, yeah. and our construction values would be up from 4,000 rand a square meter to about 10 to 12,000 rand a ah. square meter. So, so looking at average pricing only tells you one part of the story. You know, average pricing doesn't is not indicative of, of the value of the product behind it that you actually mm, yeah. or, or what you're actually getting for that average price. You yeah. know, the property has become smaller too um, over that same period. Average pricing may have grown. 
Um, but, but you also need to look at what you're actually getting for that money. Rowan, now looking at Joburg in, in comparison to Cape Town, I mean, the increment in property value is fairly low. Um, why is that the case? Is like What kind of factors go into Joburg's uh, increment in property value being this low? So in the same way that you've seen seen immigration um, to the Western Cape and Cape Town, you know, there's, there's been a huge outflow from Johannesburg, in, particularly in property ownership. Ah. Uh. So, you know, so that hasn't that hasn't done well for that property market. And you'll typically find where immigration people are immigrating to. You'll find that e- economy is becoming stronger. Mm-hmm. The business opportunities are forced. You know, work um, jobs are created. Um, and typically where that drain is happening from economies tend to dwindle. So that doesn't help in any in any way or form and um, property values if you're sitting with a smaller uh, market, you know, less people looking to purchase less economic opportunity. And um, we're speaking you know, sort of over a long time and in small increments, but these do have direct effect on property values. So, so Rowan, I'm very interested to find this out, right? So I've got a friend who works, obviously, in property financing, right? And um, she says to me, if you're looking to purchase a property, chances are that now, if you can afford it right now, is a good time to buy. So it's not a seller's market or a buyer's market. But if you have affordability to buy, buy now because when the repo rate does come down, you're gonna you're gonna experience better days. Is this is this healthy advice or would you advise against it? What are your thoughts? You know, with the way that, that property prices are escalating, um, you know, I, I sort of believe that getting into the property market at any point in time as quickly as possible is always the best advice. Yeah. Whether interest rates are higher or lower, um, you know, those would typically have a direct effect on pricing. So mm-hmm. when interest rates enter a higher cycle, like we're seeing now, yeah. that would end up putting pricing under pressure. But in the same way, when, when interest rates do cool off, you'll see an acceleration in pricing. So, so to try and balance those metrics and wait until you know the perfect time to enter the market, by that time you you've lost out on ten you know, percent um, per annum property growth, mm. and it's very hard to save at the same rate as which property prices are escalating. So just so, put, yeah. So, so I sort of say look beyond market conditions and just try to get into the market with whatever it is. Um, you know, be it a small apartment or mm-hmm. something, just or shared ownership, just get into the market to be part of that property growth. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time. Quickly, before I let you go, how easy is it to sell property right now? Are sellers struggling, would you say? Sellers are, sellers are struggling um, in the second-hand market specifically because purchasers are under pressure mm. to come up with a deposit requirements and transfer cost requirements. Yeah, yeah. Um, new developments are, are, are doing well for that reason because they are less cash intensive and we're also going through a period where sellers have to reset their expectations mm-hmm. um, on, on, on pricing um, so we, we are in a changing dynamic um, but business at this stage um, is good so so there is good business and um, you know we're speaking from a Western Cape perspective which mm-hmm. I think is also a bit unfair mm-hmm. um, but as, as, a, as a whole um, I think the pro- property market may be under pressure but it's still in a good space Oh, there we go. Roland, uh, Rowan, rather, Alexander, director of Alexander Swart Property Group. Thank you very much, sir. Enjoy the rest of your day.